0: Welcome to Crack Spines, where every book is a survival manual. If you read it good enough, I'm Amelia, and I'm listening to Sarah drink her curdled milk water. <laughs> Not true. My name is Sarah, and I am—I'm drinking something. Okay, so what I'm drinking is Bailey's, but it's like in tea because yes, curdled milk water. <laughs> it tastes very good, and uh, I'm gonna do my very best so that nobody hears me drinking it. You're gonna fail. <sighs> there it is. <laughs> You just got, you just gargled fucking Bailey's water all over my carpet. Thank you. Well, this isn't the worst mistake we've made in the last 24 hours. Uh, no, it is not. Would you like to expand on that, Sarah? I don't see why I have to expand on it. I'm not the one who... I wasn't well, saying that as an accusation, oh, but. no. Okay, well, <laughs> wow, I immediately turned <laughs> yeah. into one. I love, before this, I was like, it's really both our fault. And then, like, the second they, the mic is on, I'm like, Amelia <laughs> fucked up the recording. Uh, I did not, okay. We both mutually, hand-in-hand, fucked up the recording that we did last night, which, of the movie Annihilation, which we saw and then promptly recorded so we could have really good thoughts. And here's the thing, and I'm not even joking, that last one was, like, deep as f- Yeah, we were so eloquent. We were intelligent for a change. We were talking Uh, about themes. We were talking about representation. We were talking about the visual media versus written media. But here's the thing, it got deleted because God was like, this is not what y'all do. Okay, technically it didn't get deleted. Technically it just managed to record on i think my computer's internal microphone which was so bad that it literally sounded like the aliens from contact were trying to send us some kind of weird schematics through the recording that contact we did. might be a good reference point for like people who are like i like annihilation but i wish it was like gentler hmm i had not thought about that yeah i'm deep <laughs> there we go see it's it's all fine so we did have a different episode and that episode is now lost to time Or also the scientists who are analyzing it to create the dimension hopping machine that the aliens are trying to communicate to us. So you are not going to hear that episode. You're going to hear this episode, which is probably going to be less in-depth, but that's okay. You know, okay, here's my review... ...of Annihilation, just so we can all be on the same page as we were last night, in the mythical episode that was lost and therefore will always be better than any episode we put out. I'm, it's our best. It's our Hands best. down. Fucking hands in down. In fact, it's the best episode of any podcast ever, and we would have won a Hugo for it. Okay, well, may I finish my fucking sentence? No, probably not. <laughs> not this crosstalk piece of shit. Uh, Annihilation is a little bit like if you were like, you know what was cool about Interstellar? The trippy bits. You know what I loved about 2001 A Space Odyssey? <laughs> the baby. I'll say, if I watched this movie while fucking high off my ass on Sudafed, I think it would make, it would be less alarming to me than 2001 was. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, oh yeah, because you were scared of this movie like a widow baby. You had This moments movie of horror. was scary. I did not have a single moment of horror. Well, you're a fucking, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not that brave or tough or anything. I just, like, watch movies now and I'm just like, this isn't scary. When will someone scare me? Okay, and uh, we should mention right now. So we're going to be talking about the movie Annihilation and we're going to spoil like basically everything we're spoil so everything. <laughs> uh be warned there there be spoilers. But here's the thing Sarah, you should have been scared of this movie. There was a fucking zombie bear that screamed in a human voice and you're just like eh. Listen, I've been jerking off to that one since I was like fucking 12 years old. You know what? I don't even believe that you're joking. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> Huh. Are you about to- okay, what is that look on your face right now? What are you smiling at me over your mug of Bailey's water for? Sarah, I'm so scared. But- I- I- I I, be- I don't believe that you're joking, but I want you to at least pretend that you are. <laughs> I'm joking. Stop it. I'm, okay, Amelia, you think I would do that? Yeah, I'm I do. Oh my god. So there's a fucking zombie bear that screams in a human voice and apparently it was Sarah's fetish, but I thought it was no, scary. No, was a jest. It was a mere jest. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even deal with the Amelia, look on your I assure face. you, I'm but a humble non-kinky person. And now you're just quoting our version of Garrick from Deep, Deep Space, Space 9. Nine. So Okay, yeah, hold on, let's take a brief interlude so I can review Deep Space Nine. No, let's not do that. <laughs> it's the world's most embarrassing show. Any minute, Sarah. <laughs> here is- no, here is my theory. I think Garrick really is just the normal fucking humble tailor. That's it. He just talks weird. He's not a spy. He's not undercover. Everyone's like, oh, he's a Cardassian spy. No, he's just a fucking weirdo who loves a <laughs> twinky doctor. Anyway, back to Annihilation. And actually, if you think about it, Oscar Isaac's character is kind of a fucking weirdo who loves a twinkie doctor. That's true! <laughs> I thought you were gonna call him a twink, and I was, like, literally just sort of fucking reared up, like, what is your definition no. of twink? But really, actually, Natalie Portman is not really a twink at all. She's more of a twunk, I'd say. She's, you know? she's like, tough. She looks tough, but she also looks like, um, she looks like someone who would smother her child to death so that they wouldn't get arrested. Yeah. Like, she looks like someone who would make that choice. She looks like... I don't know. Like, she played Black Swan, and she was like, that was good. I'm gonna keep method acting yeah that one. <laughs> that was good. I'm gonna subsume that into my real last personality. <laughs> I know nothing about Natalie Portman. I assume she's a lovely lady. Probably. Pro- probably. She's smart. Probably. Are you just thinking of Jane Foster, Sarah? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of... Everything I know about her is basically from uh, SNL, Natalie Portman's rap. What about that speaks what? of intelligence to when you? Went to Harvard! Oh, When that I went one. to Harvard, I smoked yay every day, I cheated on the tests. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. (laughs) I think she was maybe a little too cold and fragile for the interpretation of the biologist I wanted, but that sounds a lot like last episode talk. Yeah, we're not here for that analysis shit, Sarah. We're here to talk about how maybe if you're trying to keep it on the DL that your husband was on the previous expedition, you shouldn't carry around a picture of him in an actual real locket around your neck like some fucking widow from the 1800s. Hey, hey, no, it actually makes a lot of sense because i spent the last 24 hours thinking about it. No one in this movie is a human being. Hmm. Because they're all just... Hang on, Sarah, that sounds like a real theory here. <laughs> they're all season three Hannibal characters who escaped from their show. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> and now exist in this operatic, non-realistic, non-true-to-life form of gentle dialogue about destruction. And that's why they have lockets um, for aesthetic. All right. I'll buy it. And you also have the the, the soundtrack issue, which also seems like it the, the soundtrack of Hannibal took a smoke break and then, like, tripped down the stairs and, like, had a stroke, and then that was what ended up in this movie, but also folk songs. And I say that with true love. I did really like the soundtrack. I know you didn't. You liked the soundtrack. I was neutral on the soundtrack. I thought it took a... it went It started fun with banjos, mm-hmm. and I was like, commit to the banjo, and then it's just like, it's like, what if we did Inception again? But spooky inception okay but honestly <laughs> 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 aren't we tired of that by now i'm not tired i will never be tired of it honestly spooky inception plus banjos is literally my ideal soundtracks so. and also your sexuality <laughs> kind of i see you we were jerking off to different aspects of this movie I would never jerk off to the bear, Amelia. I don't like that this is the version of this episode that we're stuck (laughs) with now. Amelia, me? To the bear with a human voice in pain? That's, no, I'm not into that. Stop, just stop, please. You asked me to deny it. (laughs) I feel like I'm being, like, tagged into your kink right now. (laughs) Maybe my kink is being kink-shamed for my bear love. God, not even bear, like zombie crocata bear. Zombie crocata bear? Looks like somebody watched National Geographic channel. Do you know what a crocata is? It's It's not a a real thing. It's a fucking mythical creature. (laughs) Looks like someone didn't watch enough National Geographic as a child. (laughs) (laughs) You or me? You! I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know they fucking covered mythical creatures on National Geographic. They probably did at this point. They I probably mean, do. The, the fucking s- history channel. It, like. yeah. oh Krokata. God. Did they exist to fight Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The point is, lockets are actually super hard. Because I think we discussed this. I do want to bring it fucking back. Because I've tried making a locket. You've tried making yes. a locket. We've both tried fitting a photo inside a locket. It's so difficult The photo has to be cut so perfectly. I assume there's, like, locket glue that people have secretly been using. Is there? Or is it it just (laughs) gum? I just bought that for the first time. Is there fucking glue you use to affix those photos in there? Why would you need special locket glue? Why not just use, like, super glue? What were you doing? I used tape. It did not work. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, there's, like, a little lip. So I was, like, oh, it's like a picture frame. You don't have to glue your pictures Mm, into a picture frame. But you also normally have glass on a picture frame. Yeah. So, should I tell the exact context of why I was making lockets? Yeah, yours is weird and sad. It so. is weird and sad. Uh I have a friend who is very into certain fictional characters including Director Krennic from Rogue One She's and President Snow from The Hunger Games and Claude Rains, which is the classiest one. The only classy one in fact. Um, but yeah, a real person who probably didn't do a murder So that's good <laughs> Who didn't do systematic murders He did play characters that murdered though Which I think is the appeal So basically, I wanted to make a birthday present For this person by putting these pictures in a locket It was a slightly facetious birthday present Meant to slightly drag them uh, So what I did was I didn't want to put these like shittily printed photos From my home printer In this classy locket that I got So I sent a bunch of photos of these characters of varying sizes to CVS, to have them printed professionally. And then I went to pick them up with my actual physical body, and I looked an actual clerk in the eye after she glanced down at the photos that she had just printed out, and she just kind of smiled at me in a way that I'm not sure how to interpret, and I'm trying to just not think about for the past two years. Because you can't scream, it's for a friend. Yes. I might have, though. <laughs> I, that was probably what I said, like, as I handed over my money, I was just like, It's more a friend! It's not mine! You know what I love is that in ye olden days of, like, the 80s, you would have had to take your fucking Kodiak film to get it developed at CVS, and they would have been, like, a lot of butt pics. Looks like some married couple was trying to spice up their 10-year anniversary with the nudies. And now you don't have to do that. You can print stuff picture quality at home. So CVS is like, what are we even here for? And then you came in. <laughs> This is what you're here for, CBS. Lockets are relevant again. I'm making them relevant. Annihilation was like, yo, we're putting a fucking flag in the locket. Should we talk about any other aspect of this movie? Gina Rodriguez is invited to come over for tea. I was gonna say something crude, but she. I, I hope to meet her someday, and I don't hope to meet her with sin in my mouth. Uh, Sarah. Need I remind you that in our episode on Annihilation the Book, you literally said Gina Rodriguez can punch me in the pussy and then vagina her hand. I'm paraphrasing, but I think the spirit of the thing is there. You know what's funny? Is I don't remember that in the slightest. I think the second it left my mouth, I just fucking blanked it out. Also, I regret even saying that again, because now it not only exists once, but twice, and this Can time title- I had to Can we title this vagina part two? Oh my god, I don't want to do that, Sarah. What, you already went with triple X area XXX, which by the way, we got boners. <laughs> we did read them with boners. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Boned up. No, okay, so Gino Rodriguez was amazing. Was amazing. Tessa Thompson her. was amazing. She was awesome. Oscar Isaac looked like someone beat him up and then deprived him of sleep for three months and then fucking gave him a swirly he in lo- a can full of Crisco. Yeah, he looked like he was birthed from, like, a grease wound. Mm. I meant to say womb, but wound is actually kind of better. Wound is kind of better. He looks like, um... He looks like a fucking zit popped and he just came out. God, he looks like a 1950s greaser grew up and kept the greaser look but gained depression. Oh, God. Yeah, that's really good. I know I said this last time, but he literally looks like his character from Sucker Punch if you just ripped off his fake mustache, which apparently was the one thing that made that look even slightly palatable to you. I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't look good in Sucker Punch. I have eyes. (laughs) Unbelievable. I gave you the chance to deny it twice and twice. I'm not- I'm not Peter. And you're not Jesus. Or my- my crush on Oscar Isaac isn't Jesus? The point is, I'm not denying shit. (laughs) Crucify me up next to him, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... So, I the Shimmer's a dumb name. It's a really dumb... Yeah, that was a crucially important part of our last video. That podcast, was a really I'm important glad, part but you remembered. Because- they name... Instead of having it just be like, Area X. They don't even... Do the- they ever call it Area X? Or I do they just mean- have the title card that says Area X and it's like, Shimmer. Maybe they were like... It's called the Shimmer because it shimmers. Maybe they were like, uh, Area X is a little dumb, guys. Don't you think it's like... <laughs> what does it even mean? Like, uh, the X-Files, X-Men, XXX, X-Ray... Xylophone. I can go on. immortal words of Griffin McElroy, this is comedy poison, so <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> you ever tried doing anything that's a fucking acrostic, where you have to have something that starts with every letter of the alphabet, and you just start it already fucking hating X? When- why are you making acrostic poems? What are you doing in nursing school, Sarah? I'm a fucking poet, Amelia, and sometimes you think to yourself, time to- Try something new. And the thing you try is the thing you tried in kindergarten. And like in kindergarten, you only know three words to start with X. Sarah, please tweet your acrostic poems that you've been working on. Can you please do that for me? No, because they're too good to be funny. All right, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure they're very good. Um, Whatever you used for xylophone must have really been great. You're looking at me like, I'm pretty sure that's the word that you used. It is the word (laughs) you used, isn't it? (laughs) What other fucking word am I supposed to use? X-ray? I mean, you're a nurse now, bitch. It's true. I'm literally recording this in scrubs. Yeah. I, wow, I just kind of realized that. That's very good. Now I feel like I need to put on some kind of rugged look. <gasps> no, Wait. You're... I have it right here. Oh my god. Is it one of your numerous fur vests? It is a fur vest. And now I'm wearing it and our personas are complete. It's so hot in here. How are you wearing that? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Crack Spines. I'm your survival expert, Amelia Fisher, and I'm wearing a fake animal pelt right now. I'm Sarah, and I'm really hot, and I was wondering why, and I think it's a combination of alcohol and tea. You're a very clever person, aren't you, Sarah? (laughs) All of me is sweaty. (laughs) Much like Oscar Isaac. Yes. There's, like, one thing that I would like to return to, which is literally... Nope. Okay, so in the book... Area X has existed for like twenty years, and there have been multiple expeditions, and some have come back, and some have not, and mm-hmm. various bad things have happened. But people have come back; they have collected scientific data. It, the fact, the data just makes it. The fact that they have data and they still don't know shit about shit actually makes it more frightening. I think. yeah. Uh, in this one, no one has ever come back except for Greasy Oscar Isaac, uh, which seems questionable because it's right fucking there, and you can just have somebody step inside, take a quick peek around, and then step back out again, like. I don't know, I mean I feel kind of hungry. I'm kind of craving Taco Bell, which is which is a really weird yeah. thing, but that's kind of the only thing that's going on um, right now. To be honest, that's like my usual state. <laughs> my name's Dave, I'm not really qualified for this job. I'm like, why didn't we fucking hire this guy? He eats Taco Bell, like willingly. <laughs> Said by the one half of this fucking podcast that eats Taco Bell willingly. <laughs> exactly. I have the right to criticize it. It's so hot in here. You are. I'm gonna I'm gonna try some of this. <laughs> Is there any tea in here, Sarah? Is it mostly Bailey's Is it mostly just hot Bailey's? Who can say That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not your 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 curdled milk water is not bad. It's so hot in here. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, why don't they send Dave three feet in, have him come back, watch him for a week, and then send Dave six feet in, like, bring him back, watch him for a week, send Dave twelve feet in. Oh, Dave's gone. Okay, so, (laughs) let's say ten feet is the danger line. Well, hang on now, Sarah, that sounds almost like the scientific method, and there is no place for that in this here film. There's a place for Dave with a rope around his fucking waist. (laughs) I don't think the rope would develop cancer- make it plastic. It's not a real fucking thing. It can't mutate. Yeah. Well, there were like glass trees and stuff though. Possibly crystal trees. It's unclear. It's what? unclear. Maybe it's maybe it was a silicone-based life form. Ooh. Yeah. I've read like one Oscar isimov book. Icepunk. <laughs> You're going to say Oscar, Oscar Isaacimov? <laughs> Oh dear. Oh man. I don't even know what to say to it's that. It's really important that okay, listen, I've read a lot of Isaac Asimov books. I keep wanting to say <laughs> Oscar Isaac! I know, I forgot his first name wasn't Oscar. Oscar Isimov. I've read the 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 whole foundation series. I read a book of short stories from him, and I've read iRobot. That's a pretty good I've read Isaac Asimov. And yes, I was about to say Oscar Asimov. Wow! <laughs> But that's just because I'm so hot right now. (laughs) Did you eat anything before drinking literally like two cups worth of Bailey's in a slight soup of tea? The only time I drink is to do this podcast with you. And I love you. Tell I love me? you. I love you too. God, here's what I—the fe- uh, last episode didn't have us loving each other enough. That's true. The last episode was really sober. I think I said episode. <laughs> I have not had any alcohol at all. This is not not great. Let's do okay. Lightning round. Um, things you liked about Annihilation. Go. Uh, we'll I, switch back and forth. Okay, Gina Rodriguez. Uh, fucking Tessa Thompson. God damn it. That was my next one. Um, I I liked the creepy bear. I liked the visuals. Uh, I liked how that guy got literally smeared ten feet up a wall and turned into mold. I liked the thing we saw, uh, of how, before he died, where they cut him open and Oscar Isaac is like, look at these fucking organs. That was kind of funny. He literally, Oscar Isaac- Like a proud father. Oscar Isaac sticks his hand into a guy's chest and is like, look at this shit, isn't this crazy? (laughs) Which, like, deeply relatable. The most relatable thing any person does in this movie. Okay, also, one thing that I wanted to say is that I feel like both of us were just waiting for the spore action to happen every single yes! time that Natalie yes! Portman leaned into something. I was like, spores, 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 There wasn't shit written on the walls. Yeah. She didn't have to read anything close up. Yeah. She, she didn't lean read. into a bunch of... She didn't of- read a goddamn thing. You can't tell me. Natalie Portman's character might not be able to read. We have no evidence to the contrary. You're right. She carries the locket around because... the <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Instead of a written description of (laughs) Grasp. I have a written description of you on my person at all times, just in case I forget what you look like. (laughs) You're a writer. I mean, it's your medium. It's so Uh, hot. Okay, I I liked, um, I liked... uh, there are other things about this movie that I liked, but they have, in fact, gone completely out of my mind. They were head. switching to the other lightning round. Things you didn't like, you start. I hated the fucking affair stuff. That was totally useless, did not contribute to anything. I hated how they adapted the marriage, which I thought in the book was a really interesting examination of a marriage. Uh in the like the idea of only loving only really understanding your spouse when they're no longer there, and in the movie it was just like <laughs> generic. <laughs> um I hated the fact that they did not do the crawler and that they instead did Andy Circus in a green screen suit. Um, I hate the fact that i repeatedly told you it wasn't Andy Serkis. You can't take this from me, Sarah. No one not can that prove- slender. No one can prove that it wasn't Andy Serkis. That's what the green screen suit is for, Sarah. The butt on the humanoid was really well articulated. It was. And I this th- is neither a pro nor a con. This I'd is just it's a, a pro. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got more articulated as the scene went on. I cause think cause it, I was watching it carefully, because I was like- It studied Natalie Portman's butt, and it was like, it nice. I mean, who, nice, can, nice. who can blame it? Um, tell me- you can't describe her butt if I put a fucking gun to your head. You're right, I couldn't. I was like, she does have a butt. <laughs> presumably. I didn't like the changing of the timelines that made it that it's only been around for three years and they don't have any information on it. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Um... um you don't fucking understand what lightning round is, do you? No, I don't. I'm I'm not good at talking or thinking... Or anything at all. Can I talk about one more thing that I really, 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 really didn't like? Yes, please do. I can't remember what it was, because I, all I can think of right now is I'm really hot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what was it? I hated something. What did I hate? You hated many things. I hated th- I didn't hate- a- I've, I've mellowed on it. I just was disappointed in it. And then I had to spend too much time thinking about Gina Rodriguez and the politics of that fucking character, when all I wanted to do was just enjoy a fucking lesbian Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. But- but this was—we t- didn't even do—we didn't even include that discussion in the last podcast. We had that in the car, and then went into Subway and bought a lot of brie and a lot of bread, and then we ate brie and bread, and we felt fucking classy. It was Safeway, not Subway. We did not buy <laughs> brie from Subway because that's like the shiftiest thing that I can imagine. We bought some under the counter cheese <laughs> from Subway. Subway like pulls out, they're like, frankly, we don't even know how we got this. I think we're living in Area X right now. Area XXX. Yeah. Uh, one Vin Diesel. He was in the movie Triple X. Oh, okay. I was like, was Vin Diesel in a porno? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's in Fast and the Furious, which is like a car porno. Yeah, basically. It is crazy when the cars transform to Transformers and then have sex with each other, but, I mean, that is why it's my favorite film franchise of all time. Remember Um, when you really were thirsty for Luke Evans and you saw Fast and the Furious 7, and he was the villain in it, and I think he died by being fucking slammed out of a car window? uh, uh, Actually... And I guess spoilers for Furious Six for those who actually care about that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure he died by being literally kicked out the back of a fucking aircraft carrier. Isn't he? Confi- isn't he not confirmed dead? Because I heard there's a possibility he could come back for a later one. I thought his brother was gonna. I don't know. His brother did come back, and his brother was Jason. Staten. I don't think they're ever gonna get that man out of his alienist costumes. So. <laughs> I love Luke Evans. He's just a man having a good time. It's so fucking hot in here. Oh my god. Alright, you know what? I think that's... Oh, and you know what? Speaking of it being so hot in here, my hottest survival take of the entire movie is to kill it with fire because apparently that's a thing that works in this version of Area X. Just set everything on fire and and it's gonna all work out. My advice is to talk above... A pained whisper. Because as long as you do that, you're not going to be cast in this fucking movie. Yeah. Or Hannibal. And or neither. Neither of those franchises are ones that you particularly want to participate in. I don't think anyone in Hannibal had a good fucking time. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, that was Annihilation. I would give it a B minus. I admire a lot of the stuff that it did. I'll give it a C plus B minus. I'd say I'd say B minus. Yeah. I would give it a. C minus as an adaptation. Oh, I would give it a fucking D as an adaptation yeah uh, but as a as a standalone movie, pretty good. I, I, good. I liked it. It was weird and I respect I respect it being weird. Um, I do wish it had been directed by a woman. Because uh, that's oh, yeah. my wish for every single movie ever made. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we were talking about some of, like, the issues, capital I, that we had with it, and we were like, I mean, basically all of them would go away if there were just more lesbians and it was directed by a woman, so. Yeah, take note, care, that, so- that is your only edit for anything. Yeah, that is. That is Including my f- lesbian orgy directed by a woman. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I want what I want. Uh-huh. And what I want is incredibly specific. All right, so um, that's been our podcast. Uh, if you want to catch us next week, we're going to be reading The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin, which is a fantastic book, one of my favorites. Uh, we've been doing a lot of my favorite books lately. It's great. Yeah, We no, haven't... Okay, you I haven't, don't get to claim Ursula K. Le Guin. I'm not saying... So, I read her first. I introduced you to her. That was mine. Uh, well, her book has been in this house for literally as long as I've been alive, so... Oh, my parents read sci-fi. My parents read sci-fi. Have you seen my nerd-ass mom? Yeah, your mom is a big fucking nerd, uh, and I love her. Okay, so we're reading The Left Hand of Darkness, which apparently we are co-parenting, because it belongs to both of us. We're simultaneously birthing it out of both of our wombs. All right, I just, I had to, I'm sorry. <laughs> the opposite of birth. I just, I had to say it. <laughs> Um, (laughs) How do you think birth works? If you don't like it, you just uh, take it back? (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, no. This one needs to bake. This one's not quite done. Let's let's let this one bake a couple more minutes. Stick a toothpick in it. Um, And if for any reason you would like (laughs) to contact us or hear more of us, you can find us on Twitter at Spinescast. And you can find us at our (laughs) our Gmail when our Gmail is called crackedspinespodcast at gmail.com. Good job. Sorry, I realized that I totally put you on the spot there for a thing that you can't even say when you've been preparing for it, but I'm so proud of you. You did it while slightly intoxicated and also pulling your bra straps over your ears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big girl with a big bra. And on that note, thank you all for listening. Have a good night. (laughs) I'm a medical practitioner.